you're passionate about transforming retail operations and improving performance, plus you're accountable for key change projects and programs in your company, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Retail Transformation Show with me, Oliver Banks. Hey, welcome to the Retail Transformation Show. It's Oliver here. How are you getting on today? This is episode 29. Today's episode is looking at the five big challenges that retailers come up against when they're looking at operating models. Now, I'm a big fan of operating models. Maybe it's my engineering past that loves the the structure and the consistency. But I do know that used effectively, an operating model can be a brilliant way to allow you to scale a retail business, but also keep control, particularly as you start to look at multiple sites, multiple districts or geographies or countries even. Key benefits of having an operating model that is working correctly, consistency, 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 consistency. You will know whether a store is working correctly day in, day out. And if it's not working correctly, you'll know why not and what you need to do about it. It helps you do the right thing. Plus, it gives you clarity about your costs and you can more easily identify where you are wasting your time and your effort. And from there, you can set up a continuous improvement program. Again, looking back at my sort of Lean Six Sigma background, I love this. The ability to be able to continually optimize a retail operation will really allow you to turn up the dials on your performance over time. Again, this is another one of my big passions here, but it allows you to really be able to say, where are we going to transform our operation? We don't need to rip up the rule book, but we do want to intensively optimize our operation. And it allows you to do that. It's the vehicle to do that. And ultimately, an operating model is about making intentional operational decisions to deliver your purpose, your goal, your desired experience time and time again in a way that is repeatable and, like I said, consistent. You you may get that word from me a few times today. (laughs) Sorry about that. Um, But you're, you're going to save a ton of time and you're going to save a ton of hassle. So you have to have your operating model working effectively. I said used effectively, an operating model can open up all of those benefits. But often an operating model isn't used effectively. Do you find that? So in today's episode, I've got five common mistakes that are made when when using operating models or challenges that are experienced when using operating models. Let's dive straight on in, shall we? So number one of the five is the fact that they're not used. An operating model is not used or it it's not defined at least. The big problem here is it leads to inconsistencies for your customers particularly if you're a multi-site retailer. You go into one store and it works in one way and you get a set of standards and then you go into another store, maybe in another town, another city, whatever, and it's completely different. And that does not look good. It looks a bit crazy, frankly. Now, if Forrest Gump were to look at a retail business that is not using their operating model or does not have one defined, he'd probably compare it to a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. You know what I mean? (laughs) 
But there's a whole host of problems if you're not using your operating model. It's kind of the opposite of all of those benefits we, we, we looked at. It's going to be hard to manage costs. It's going to be difficult to stay on track. And you're actually going to be easily blown off course, easily distracted, because you're not sure what you are meant to do and what you are not meant to do. So if this is you, the action that you need to take is to define your operating model. Set up a series of workshops with experts across the business. Go and observe a range of operations. See what they're doing. See how they work. See what's best. Interview key people, particularly those that are involved in the day-to-day running of the business. Take a look at benchmarking. Look outside. What are other retail operations similar to you doing? What are your competitors doing? And finally, you want to make sure you really do some process mapping as well, which will help you really get a handle of how the different elements of your retail operation fit in together. The second of the big challenges with operating models is that you have an out-of-date operating model. You did once have your operating model written down, defined, you understood how it worked. But for one reason or another, changes have happened. You've adopted new technology, new systems, new tools. You've changed the way processes work. Maybe you've got a different proposition. There could be a number of reasons why you've made changes. And that's great. Well done. But if your operating model has not been updated, it's going to be hard to repeat that in an ongoing basis. The business could well have inaccurate expectations of how a store will run. And they're going to be harder to manage because you've got a model on one side that says do one, two, three, and then you've got reality on another side which says do one, two, three, four. In time, your operating model will basically become totally defunct because it degrades trust. When it's out of date, the trust disappears. It's like, what's the point of looking at this? I know it's wrong. So I won't bother looking at any of it in case any more of it is wrong as well. So the action here, if this is your retail business, the key action that you really have to take here is to do a detailed review of your whole operation. Where is it in date? Where is it out of date? It's also worth looking across the estate if your operating model has started going out of date. It's likely the store managers and the store teams have had to fill in the blanks. They've made different decisions. And ultimately, that's going to have led different stores down different paths. So as well as bringing your operating model back into date, you also need to bring all of your retail operations back into the fold as well. You need to get them all working back in the same way to deliver that consistent performance, that consistent standard for your customers. In at number three is an interesting one. You have an operating model. It's up to date, but it is invisible to the organization. Now, Arguably, this is probably one of the most common challenges with an operating model. You have it, it's there, it's all polished up and it gets put somewhere and it no one can see it. No one can understand it. And by the way, what do you think happens then? You make changes, the operating model doesn't get updated and you revert back. So your then out of date operating model is also invisible. And that's just a whole waste of time and effort, right? <laughs> So if you have an operating model that is invisible, then it's going to lead to a number of different challenges. The training material that are used to train and prep up your store colleagues and your store teams is going to be difficult to understand. Maybe it's difficult to access. 
Maybe it doesn't flow through easily. Either way, that's going to result in a lower level of understanding of how the business works. And that's among the most important people that need to actually do it to make the business work. Now, if nobody really understands the full picture, it's going to feel clunky. There are going to be mistakes made when you're looking at handovers, when you're looking at upstream and downstream impact. There are going to be bad decisions that ultimately could be a quick and easy fix, but people are in the dark, so they just don't know. Now, I have to be honest with you. This particular challenge, challenge number three, is really annoying for me. <laughs> it's like the, the, the hard work has been done, but then it's you, you, you've fallen over at the final hurdle. So if this is you, I've got a few actions that you can take to make this better. Firstly, you need to understand why it is invisible. Why are people not accessing it? Is it that the system you are using is not user-friendly? Is it that there is not easy enough access to it? Is it that it's all written down and they're locked in a training room? Is it that maybe the centre, the head office, holds it, but don't communicate it out to stores and store teams? Why is it invisible? That's the number one challenge. Of course, the reason why it's invisible will change how you proceed from here. But ultimately, you are going to need to improve your communication and training vehicles, whatever they look like in your business. And from there, you want to organize a big relaunch activity of your operating model. If it's still in date, then that's great. Obviously, if it's out of date, you want to make sure it is up to date. But once it's in date, then you need to relaunch it out. You need to reinvigorate your teams around what the operating model is and why it's important to be able to deliver it. Having a big relaunch of your operating model can really give you a step change in your performance. Suddenly, it feels like people can see. It's like you've turned the light on in the room and everyone can see what's going on and what they should be doing. They can more easily identify what they shouldn't be doing as well. So you're going to reduce the amount of wasted time, not through negligence, not through um, intentionally wasting time, but just through oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know. Now that makes sense. I can change the way of working. One of the other great things about suddenly making your operating model visible is that people can help you improve it. People will help to share the challenges and the problems and some of the solutions to help you improve your operating model, which in turn will deliver even more benefits. So please, please, if you do have an operating model, Switch on the light, make it visible for everyone to be able to really extract those maximum benefits. And if you do need a hand with your operating model, then drop me an email and let me know how I can help you to transform your retail operations. Drop me an email, oliver.banks at obandco.uk or reach out on LinkedIn. You can find me just by searching Oliver Banks. Challenge number four is that your operating model is not on brand or it's not delivering your key purpose, your mission. Now, this is similar to what I was talking about a few episodes ago. That was episode 25 and 26. So you may want to go back and listen to them. I don't want to repeat myself, but if your operating model is not on brand, if it's not delivering the purpose, 
then frankly, what you have is you have some nice pretty words written down that you just don't do. You don't live up to. And that means customers are not going to connect with you. They may even start to distrust you or find you a bit disingenuous because you say one thing and you do another. So if perhaps you are feeling like your operating model is not on brand, if your operating model is not delivering your purpose, or if it's doing lots of other things as well as your purpose, then the key action here for you is to go back and listen to episode 25, which is about finding and defining your purpose, and episode 26, which is about taking that purpose and building it into an operating model. Now, if you have your operating model already, but it's just not doing the job, you'll have to decide, is it worth going back and starting with a clean sheet of paper? Or is it better to tidy up what you've already got? That's going to be a judgment call that you need to make. So go back 25, 26. You can find those at obandco.uk slash 25 or slash 26. So now we're on to the fifth and final challenge with operating models. The wrong KPIs drive the wrong business behaviors. Now, again, I feel quite strongly about this one. Businesses need KPIs to be able to set performance, but also see how they're doing. Are they going to deliver performance in the long run? And are they doing the right things that drive that overall performance? KPIs are absolutely the right thing. Don't get me wrong on this. But if you have the wrong KPIs, what happens is it delivers the wrong results. Now, it's probably not a surprise to you that the wrong KPIs drive the wrong behaviors, but it happens again and again and again. And why is this? Well, I think there are a few different reasons. Number one is heritage, frankly. We've always measured it this way, is the answer. So we'll continue to do it. I know that it doesn't drive the right behaviors or it drives some bad behaviors, but we've always got it. We've got this history, we've got this track record, and we trust this particular measure to deliver the overall goals. Well, that is true. That is a reason. And yeah, you do have a heritage. You do have a a setup of data. But if you keep doing it and it's going to hurt you, that doesn't make it right right? (laughs) So please challenge the heritage, challenge why it is that you have a wrong KPI. Another reason is that people don't understand how people game the KPIs. So ultimately, KPIs are targets, right? And what do we do? Human beings, what do we do? We try and hit our targets in any way possible. And there are some clever people out there that have worked out If you do certain activities or certain behaviors, then you're more likely to hit your target. Great, happy days. And that might mean more money in terms of commission, in terms of bonuses, or a better pat on the back and more likelihood of promotion, a huge number of things. But if you've taken a shortcut to hit that target, that's ultimately going to hurt the business. And you don't want that. So you do need to be able to go back, have a look at your KPIs. Is it a heritage KPI? Is there an easy way to game the system? Once you've reviewed your KPIs, are there different ones? Is there a measure that would more closely align to your purpose, to your mission? Maybe it's not a perfect measure. Something like customer experience can be really quite tough to measure ultimately. 
But you have to look at the proxies. What are the alternative or similar measures that you could measure instead? And then once you've identified those, think, how would I game this? By thinking about this, you will be able to find the shortcuts that someone as clever as yourself would take to be able to get a better score, to be able to hit the target, whatever that KPI is. You then need to think, is there a way of stopping that gamification, stopping someone taking the shortcut to be able to hit the target rather than do the right thing? So those are the five challenges that are often experienced with operating models. So to recap, they were number one, you don't have an operating model. You don't have a defined operating model. And the action that you need to take there was to sit down and get one out. Number two, you have an operating model, but it's out of date. And the action there for you was to go back and review your operating model in detail. Look at where it is still relevant and where is it out of date and what's the variability if it is out of date. Number three was having an invisible operating model. So having that operating model written down, but no one can see it, no one can access it, or it's just a bit of a pain in the ass to to be able to see and access. And that leads to a whole host of problems. Ultimately, it's going to come out of date and not be used. So your big action there was to understand what is going on. Take a critical eye and then take a series of actions to relaunch your operating model. Number four was that your operating model is not consistent with your brand. It's not delivering your purpose. And the big action here was to go back a few episodes to where I was talking about this before. That's episode 25 and 26 of the Retail Transformation Show. And finally, the fifth and final one was that the wrong KPIs drive the wrong behaviors. So if your operating model is measured by a set of KPIs that drive the wrong behaviors, it's not going to do what you think it does because people will take shortcuts and they'll divert away from your operating model. So make sure that if this is you, you take the action that reviews your KPIs. Look at those heritage KPIs and look how people are gaming the system. It's not that people are bad. It's just that human beings like to reduce the amount of calories we spend. We like to take the shortcut. It happens all over the place. So it's not a witch hunt to find out the people that are gaming it. It is natural human behavior. And actually, those people that do take the shortcuts, they're probably going to be great at helping you to streamline your operating model and find the best KPIs for your business. So those are five of the most common challenges when it comes to retail operating models. But here's a question for you. Which of those challenges do you find yourself up against? Or is it something else? I'd love to know. You can email me at oliver.banks at obandco.uk. That's at obandco.uk. Also, you can find all of the show notes from today's episode over at obandco.uk slash 29. Also there, you can pick up a copy of my Transformation Trifecta. Now, the Transformation Trifecta is a free download. You just pop in your email address and it will get emailed through to you automatically. And it's going to give you three elements that are absolutely critical to transform your operations. And once you've got these three elements, 
it's got a bit of a health check. You can see how you are doing. Is this going to be a problem for you? And if so, what are the recommended actions that you should take? So if you've not already got your copy of the Transformation Trifecta, do go and check it out. I'd love to know what you think. I'll put a link on that page, obandco.uk slash 29. So let's wrap it up there for today. Now, I've got a brilliant guest on next week. So make sure that you hit subscribe if you've not already done so and make sure you come back. And in the meantime, who do you know that would also love to listen? Please tell them about the podcast. Give them the link obandco.uk slash 29 and they can have a listen. And hopefully we can all together bring the whole retail industry and transform it for the future. I'm going to check out here. So I hope you have a great week and I'll catch you next time. <laughs>